He needs one? Yes. What's this? Here. Troy. Too short? Okay, good. All right. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> like we haven't done this before. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Motorcycle Men, Season 2, Episode 33. Actually, this is our 49th show. Ooh, yay. 49. So the next show we do is going to be our big 50. And um, my name is Ted, and I am uh, known as Squeaky Wrong Way. And I'm here with, <laughs> I'm here with Tim Buck, too, and Chris the Joker. How are my brothers doing on this lovely humor? We're doing fine. You heard it already. <laughs> Sweaty. Just love it. <laughs> the heat is getting to everyone. The heat is getting to everyone. The humidity is lovely. We're we're at it about was like, a, it was like soup today. We're, yeah, we're at soup level one hundred. <laughs> the humidity is like one hundred and forty five percent. Oh my god! All right, it, it was supposed to rain today, and it, it did. Yeah, you call that rain? I, I, well, it poured like hell. I think by the rain morning, turned into steam. It did. It, it steamed right. right. Yeah. <laughs> But the ride up was actually pretty nice. My ride here was uh, was okay. It's pretty, as long as you're moving, it's great. As soon as you come to a standstill, yep. oh, oh yeah, oh. you could oh, you could feel the humidity. It's just ridiculous. Yes, yeah. it's good thing fun. I have a windshield. You could slice through the slop. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, we had know. a nice ride. Nice ride on Sunday. Oh, uh, we beautiful went everywhere. Ride. It was yeah. We went I, places I hadn't been in. Decades. Well, we came yeah. back. We came down to you this time. Yeah, that was you really didn't nice. Hit a turtle this time. I did not hit the turtle. No, I did not hit a turtle. There was, was a turtle on the side with crutches on, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are busting my chops about that forever. <laughs> but we went down some really, really nice roads. Uh, the Shade Tree Lane we went down was really cool. Remember that one? Very nice. Uh, we ended up. Well, you guys had over 130 miles. Did you ever get a whole total on that? 134. What, was it 134? Um. I can tell you right now. He's going to tell us right now. He's going to go to map his ride. And as you know... Um, you were having problems with it? I had a little problem. AS- ESR, the sleeper ride, the app, decided to... It had a seizure and stopped working at one point. I lost 25 miles. Oh, and is I, that flushed? Where's the flushing I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, where's the flushing sound? You didn't give me that. But anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, um, you got your phone in your hand. 130.51 miles. Oh, okay, there you go. But you started yours five miles later than mine, so. Yeah. Well, from my from my area. From, All right. From uh, West Your Florida. area? Your what area. my area? I, I believe okay. you two are in the same my area. area. <laughs> so. But uh, what ended up happening was it just winked out for some reason, and it just you know, I lost 25 miles. And then I reported it to ESR, uh, Alex, and uh, the guys over there. And uh, I, had, I sent them all kinds of stuff, all kinds of data that they can review. And they're trying to figure out what's wrong and why I did that. They don't know. There you go. That's what happened. <laughs> Way to be but um, it was it was it was actually you know it's funny thing is we rode and I ended up I ended up riding up here. <laughs> yeah, because you, got, you had dinner arrangements that got canceled. That got canceled. So I, I said, "All right, fine. I'm riding." 
That's it. You know. Well, it, it was nice that we got to a point where nobody knew where they were going. We just guessed. Except for Mister <laughs> Keep Going Straight over oh, here. Oh yeah, his new sign. <laughs> I was pretty much right. You know that. Yeah, pretty much until no, we got to a point where we were, we we weren't supposed to go straight. <laughs> no, no, no. We kept on. We do. We, we ended up going where exactly where we wanted to go. We went through back uh, yeah. roads of Woodbridge Good and per- everything. Well, yeah. If we kept going, we were on. We were on. We were headed south at one point. We were supposed to. We oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You forgot oh, about that. It goes that way, and then it swings back. If you yeah. remember the way we were going. Yeah, well, we, of ha- we had to make the U turn. We had to make the. We didn't, but we had to make the U turn. But yeah, that was it. Was a good ride though. I, I, I was a lot of fun. I, I kind of wish we went a little further west though, because we would have had more. Would have been more fun. I think there would have been more back roads to go through. I just didn't like that whole thing after we after we left English Town. Going north through that area, it got a little too congested for me. Yeah, that, well, yeah. cars. That was the only part. No, once you start cars coming up, once you start coming up north, it's going to be crappy anywhere. Yeah, I guess. Unless but. we were to go more west and come up around. Yeah, I mean, next time we could do that. So you know, today's this episode is brought to you by by Audible.com. You go to Audible, get your free audiobook download. Chris, have you done that? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you get the 30-day free trial with going to www.audibletrial.com slash motorcycle men. Over 180,000 titles to choose from. You know we don't have to do the www anymore. I think everybody no, pretty much freaking yeah, right? knows, right? Yeah, yes. just say... Now we have to start doing HTTP colon backslash backslash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we want to old school and just say FTPS. Oh my god! No. <laughs> oh my god! So the up- upcoming weather for the next week is total crap. That's for now. It was supposed to rain for now. Uh, yeah, but weather's been changing every half day. Yeah. What are we drinking? Oh, I can. We can get drinks in a minute. I'm drinking a Coke. Agua. I'm going to be getting a wine cooler any minute now. You Agua. are? Oh, you suck. Actually, I have twisted tea. In yeah, but you know what? I know I'm driving and all that, but but I guess twisted tea and Coke doesn't go real well together. That's what you're mixing it. That's okay. Yeah, well, I guess I don't know. <laughs> twisted tea and Coke. What is it? So, <laughs> so uh, you heard a noise, Chris, uh, on our ride on Sunday, right? Yep. Yeah. What did that noise sound like? That was you um... scraping metal. <laughs> It sounded like uh, r- rubber. I mean, like uh, your your back tire, something hitting your back tire. Exactly. Remember? No, remember and I said brakes. It brakes to tire. Well, as you guys recall, my bike had a squeaky noise at one point, and, it's and like I made some adjustments, and it's something like that. I made some adjustments, and the squeaky noise went away. And then, uh, then there was, but there was this rubbing sound. We couldn't. I figured out what it was. Remember what I said? I said you guys said no, no, it's not it, it's not it. It was my rotor. It was the rotor. I, Rubbing I, against what? The brake pads themselves. It was because every time he put his brakes on, that's when I heard it. So I adjusted the rear wheel again. That sound is gone. You sure? It's gone. Ted, you but the squeak is back. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? It's back. <laughs> so and here's what I did. I went to the dealer yesterday because I had to, I had to get a new air, uh, air filter. So I got a new air filter for the bike. And while I was there. They were wondering what I was doing. I was on the ground, and I was looking. I was checking the tension on the Heritage Classics that they had on the floor. I figure, hey, if they're right, I can adjust mine the same way to be fine, because I don't have the adjustment tool. Right. So it looks like and the belts on the Heritage is in the store a lot tighter than what mine is. Mine's kind of floppy compared to theirs, so, uh, so I'm going to have to readjust it, but uh, we'll see. 
So that that's the noise. So yeah. <laughs> so it's either scrapey or it's squeaky. Scrapey, scrapey or squeaky. But scrapey's gone, so the squeaky's back. But, <laughs> you know, I, I've 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 resigned myself to the fact that that will always be there. That's going to be my signature sound. It wasn't. It wasn't as. It wasn't bad like it used to be in the past. Though. Yeah. Well, we don't know. We, we don't know. No, I was, when I was riding behind him. But you know what? Right. No, he said he got the squeak back. He got rid of that sound. You got I'll the have squeak to hear back. It, well, I, sat, I don't know. I had earplugs in on the way coming up here, so I didn't hear a thing. Right, I'll have to listen to it later. <laughs> hey, you know, we got to say hello to some friends of ours. Who? Uh, Joe G of Surefire Designs. Joe G. Hey. And, of course, I our... I uh, his stuff on Facebook. People are really getting onto the Facebook thing. Yeah. And, of course, our friend Steve at TT Cycles. We've got to have Steve back on again. Yes. He's always educational. Of course, we want to say hello to our friends, Motorcycles and Misfits out in Santa Cruz, California. Uh, the guys at Cleveland Moto, uh, Pace, and, of course, the Wheel Nerds out in Utah. And our friends at the Throttle Podcast. And, of course, our friends at Loud Pipes Podcast. We're going to have, actually, uh, John. John Merkel from uh, Loud Pipes is going to join us on the show tonight. And we're going to talk about some fun stuff. <laughs> hey, we got some emails. You guys want to hear some emails? Go. Okay, here's a great email. We've got this from this is from Grover. Uh, he comes to us from uh, Gracie, Kentucky. And Grover says, nice. Nice. He says, "Just found your podcast a week or so ago and I love it. I've been going back and listening from the beginning. I just finished season 1 and there's something that I have to bring to your attention. Maybe someone has pointed it out to you before, so please disregard the comment. The size of the fuel tank on any bike has absolutely nothing to do with how many miles per gallon it gets." Uh, oh, we know that. Oh, yeah, no, we, we know, know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, only how far you go can uh, uh, go without refueling. If your bike gets 50 miles per gallon, it's the same as whether if you have one gallon tank or a 10 gallon tank. You just go 500 miles at a tank or 50 miles at a tank. <laughs> thanks and keep up the good work. I'll be caught up completely in a few weeks. Well, Grover, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, Grover. And um, as dumb as we may sound, we, we aren't really all that dumb. We We're not all that we smart either. Fun with we have kind of fun. And this comes from um, this other email. I'm going to save this one. We've got a couple emails, but I'm going to save this. We got three. I'm going to save the third one for last because that's going to lead us directly into our tonight's topic. This one comes from Tom. Uh, Tom's in Georgia, and Tom says, uh, "Hi, I was amused by the last show when you guys were talking about the Rider Magazine Bike of the Year, which was the Triumph Bonneville T120. You called it a little putt putt." I do not own the bike, but I just did a test ride on a T120 and put it through its paces. As an FYI, the T120 putt-putt weighs over 500 pounds, has a 1,200cc parallel twin engine that puts out more horsepower and can out-accelerate every Harley, except the V-Rod. And it will take the twisties much faster than any Harley, including the V-Rod. It is a standard seating position with your feet directly under you, which I prefer, but I found the steering to be a little slow for my taste and the seat still a little too low. My BMW GSA has a 35-inch plus seat height. Wow. Anyway. How tall is this guy? And I, he must be like Nine 12 feet, feet six. He must be about 12 feet seven. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, anyway, I enjoy the show, but wanted to point out the above since I tested the bike last week. Thanks. And that's from Tom. All right, Tom. Thanks, thank Tom you. and Georgia. I appreciate All that. All that information is very helpful to Very everyone. helpful. It's stuff we will ignore. No, we're not. No, we're not going to ignore that. I ignore it. Should I go to the third email anyway? Yeah, we'll go to the 30 mail. Yeah, okay. This comes from Zion in Pennsylvania. Zion! And Zion says... We rode with Zion. Yeah, we, he rode with us uh, yep. at the High Point Road, yep. right? Okay. Well, he says, I loved your coverage of the motorcycle pet peeves. 
The one that I think is most real, uh, I think most real motorcyclists share. I can't stand the guy who has a penis extension shoved in the corner of his garage that he rides maybe once or twice a year. But every time you talk to the guy, he tells you that you and everyone that he is a biker. I put 20K plus miles a year on my bikes, and it offends me when some douchebag does 10 miles a year and tries to be one of us. Oh, figurehead. and... He just wants a, he wants a figurehead yeah. piece, you know? And he says, oh, and Can-Am drivers dropping a hand expecting a wave back. What the <laughs> so we'll get to uh, that later. Where is John now? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk to today's topic is actually today's uh, the title of today's show is um, trikes and spiders and John. Oh my! So that's today's show. Um, I wave at him like I'm in a car now. That's my thing. <laughs> like if you're in a car and you wave to somebody, when a Can Am comes by and they wave, I go. <laughs> You raise your hand and you I, wave. I wave my, I oh, wave my hand at him. That's and then when a bike comes by, I, I give the, the, the normal bike. The low point. Yeah. They're in a fucked car. That's funny. <laughs> it's a snowmobile wheel start. That's funny. <laughs> it's not a fucking bike. Uh, hey, we got some Harley news. We got some news here. Go. Harley. This is Now, this was a... Uh, it's been on a couple of podcasts already, but I want to point this out. Harley has recalled 27,232 motorcycles due to defect in the hydraulic... Clutch master cylinder. Hydraulic. Yeah, what was that? Hydraulic. What you guys are telling Hydraulic. You my hydraulic. Hydraulic clutch master cylinder in some 2016 models. Hydraulic. Homosexual partners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't need that sound effect. Anyway, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports that uh, in the affected motorcycles, the clutch master cylinder may lose the ability to generate enough lift to disengage the clutch, especially if the motorcycle has been parked for an extended period of time. That means wow. you're a douche and not riding your bike. Exactly. What, okay. So ultimately, what does it do? Uh, and then, and when the <laughs> and when the engine is running, the motorcycle is in gear. The, if the clutch is not fully disengaged, the motorcycle may move unexpectedly and increase the risk of crash. Nice. So, like, if you're sitting still and you're at a traffic light and you got your you got the clutch so kind of it's going to kind of start to by itself and it'll kind of like go. No, if you got the clutch pulled in, it just it might just disengage itself and go. Oh, oh nice! Oh, that, yeah, so right. by itself, right. by itself. When you got the clutch, that's that's really yeah. Nice. So that's this effect makes me that makes me nervous to try any. Anyway. Well, this is on 2016 models, and there's are a few of them. And this is and it, it what years did you guys effect, effectively try when we went to uh, Americade? What uh, year? 2016. Break so, out. So I didn't have a imagine, problem with it. Uh, well, can you imagine if that happened? It, one didn't affa- it, it did not affect any of the bikes we rode. And the Street Glide uh, CVO. Uh, oh, yes, it did. <laughs> it's one of the bikes that affected. Okay, here's, a, this, here's the bikes that are affected by this. The Electric Glide Ultra Classic, the Electric Glide Ultra Classic Low, the Ultra Limited Low, the Ultra Limited, the CVO Street Glide, the Street Glide, Street Glide Special, Road Glide Special, Road Glide, Police Electric Glide, Road Glide Ultra, Fat Boy S. Whoa! Whoa. That's a Fat Boy S. Uh, Softail Slim S and the CVO Softail Pro Street Breakout. That's. You're saying this right here. This, that right there. I have to send this back. You got to send yes. your cardboard cutout back, back to Harley because they have that to. That would be funny as hell if I put this in a box and send it. You should it. do that. And actually, I think what we are. John! Doing, this must be John. You gonna answer it or what? Is this John? It is. Hey, hey, what's up, buddy? 
Hey, John. Hey, guys. Hello, pizza. Thank you for calling. What can I get you? I'll take a large pepperoni pizza with extra. Oh, sorry. We closed. We can't talk to you now. <laughs> hey, John. How you doing? Doing well. You guys? We're doing oh, great. Good. This is John from the Loud Pipes Podcast. John is the technical director and or co-host, actually, now, right? Yeah, kind of. I'm while Rico's out galloping and enjoying his uh, new life. Is, is Rico out for good, or is he just out? Now, he, he moved to Costa Rica. Is that the deal? Yes. Wow. Well, welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast, John. Well, thank you, guys. Glad to be on the show. Have you uh, are you got yourself all prepped? Are you ready to get beat up? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, tell us about your snowmobile. Well, not, so, not yet. We're not getting into that yet. We still oh, have yeah. some. We've well, got I some. Tell you, I just ran out and I did 50 miles. How many did you guys do? <laughs> easy, 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 huh? easy. Is there, are, the fighting is starting already. We're not, we're not even ready. Okay, uh, we got a couple things we're going to cover. Actually, we're just we're just getting through our stuff. We just uh, do, you, do you know about the Harley Recall? Harley Recall? You they don't did, know? Did, of course you do. Broke some notes again? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, this is what, see what happens wow, when you invite. Uh, wow. uh, 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 He's going to start attacking. Uh, right here, right, you get a rival <laughs> podcast on, and guys, who's going to give us all? No, Harley's recalling twenty seven over twenty seven thousand motorcycles because of a clutch problem. You don't know that. You're supposed you, to know these things. You don't know it. You know it now. You know it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to know these things, but, you know, my day job keeps me busy. I can't, you know, sit around. Well, you yeah. don't need a day job. Ted and Chris don't have a day yeah, job. Yeah, that's right. Chris is, Chris is also like me. Chris is practicing uh, for retirement. Yeah. <laughs> playing Mr. Mom? What's that? Playing Mr. Mom? Chris or me? Yeah, I'm playing Mr. Mom with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. See? Oh, my See? God. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, the, um, well, you know what you got to do? You have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> You'll get all the information. <laughs> now, the recording, because there's a clutch problem. Apparently, the clutch isn't, um, isn't uh, it's not working right, and the bikes are just taking off. Yeah, it works, yeah, even, it works even by itself. It, yeah, even when you have the clutch in, it's still going. Yeah. It's not a good sign. Yeah. And, uh, I wonder if Richard Harley needs to go to the shop. No, actually, his bike isn't. Uh, he's well. He has a he's a Dyna series, right? Or no, he's a Softail series. Softail Deuce. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not part of the recall. It's only 2016 bikes. Oh. All right, so John, you're down in uh, North Carolina. I am. Yeah, and you're you're in Durham, the Durham area, correct? Correct. And how's the weather down here today? Uh, it was uh, about 90 some degrees out. A little humid. Sun's out. No rain yet. Yeah. So we're waiting for evening thunderstorms to come rolling through. Yeah, you get those all the time now, right? Yeah, usually sometimes they pop up. I got, I got stuck out the other night in a rainstorm. It was real fun. Oh, uh, boo-hoo. Got right. soaked. In your car? <laughs> I, I'm telling yeah. you, but yeah. brace yourself. It's yeah. coming. On. It's coming, bro. It's coming. I'm just telling you, just brace yourself. It's coming. And I, I, yeah, so, I'm, about, uh, I'm about three hours from Rich. You're so. three hours? Really? Yes. Yeah, so you, do you guys get together and ride a lot, or...? or well, this is so. The uh, interesting thing is, we just got together this past Sunday. It was the first time we got together. Really? Uh, we, met, we met for lunch to uh, uh, met for lunch, and then we split off. Uh huh. Because uh, he had to head out of town, and so we had to get our miles in. Yeah. Well, you guys just you just guys just got back from Georgia. No, that was about two, three months ago. Was it really that long ago? Yeah. It was. It was. Wow. May. It was May. Oh, the, really? Big trip I just got back from was the uh, uh, went out with the vloggers, motor vloggers, and we went out to uh, Teleco Plains, Tennessee, for a meetup out there and rode the uh, out the mountains in the Cherokee, the Charcoal Skyway, uh, part of the Moonshiner 
uh, Hellbender is what it was part of. Um, That's a nice riding and, out there. Yeah, and then we did the Tale of the Dragon as well. Oh, nice. oh wow. Wow. How uh, long did that take you to do? All that riding, I mean, or the tail itself? Just, just the tail itself. Uh, well, we had a problem in front of us. Um, one of the, uh, we kind of, there's about seven of us, and we um, we kind of got split up, and there's two, uh, like, FJ, older FJ bikes in front of us, um, sport touring bikes. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys told one of the guys in our group that he's never done this before, so he's going to follow him. And, well, I guess we weren't going fast enough, so he decided to go by us, and, well, well, like the next that. term, he decided to go into the ditch. Nice. <laughs> wow. and so th- we th- stopped and helped him get out, and, and we, um, I mean, he was okay. A little, you know, the front of the bike got scraped up, and and uh, wow. one of the guys at Vloggers posted something on Reddit, and come to find out that somebody posted a comment that was part of his riding and said that he um, bent his fork. Oh, wow. So they had a trailer at home. Hey. Wow. That's a that's an expensive. Did repair. you see anybody else in the ditch while you were on it? Uh, no, no. Oh, that's no. fortunate. Wow. Well, hey, so let's get a little bit of news. Here, you guys may know about this already. I don't know. This is this goes back to 2011, but I just learned about this actually just a couple of weeks ago. I didn't, I didn't know. A Japanese man's Harley Davidson motorcycle washed up on the western shores of Canada more than a year after it was swept away by the tsunami uh, in 2011. Wow. Uh, that hit Japan. Uh, the, this bike will be is now on display in the Harley Museum. It's a 2004 Softail Night Train, and it's going to be permanently housed at the Harley Davidson Museum in Milwaukee as a memorial to the victims of the March 2011 earthquake and tsunami, which swamped the uh, several coastal towns in northeast Japan from left more than 15,000 people dead. So, uh, it's a it's a really amazing story. But this guy's uh, soft tail deuce. He had it in behind his house in a storage container, and when the tsunami came, it washed the storage container away with the bike inside. Washed everything away. Washed everything away, and it washed four thousand miles later. Uh, across the Pacific Ocean, it washed up on shore. Wow, and that's uh, a guy who was riding his ATV found it. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, they did ask the owner if he wanted it. They offered the owner to give him a new bike, and he said, no, it's okay. And they just put the bike up on display. No, uh, it's okay. No, it's I, okay. That's what I was going to say. Look, it, there's, a video, there's videos out there. They, they, he said, no, just go ahead and just take this bike and just put it up on, they uh, on display. Him a new bike. I'm sure they probably gave him one anyway. I'm just saying, it's a brand new bike, so that's pretty. That's pretty really interesting. This whole interesting story on it. Just look it up and check it out. Uh, you know what I think? I was going to go into. Uh, if you guys don't know, I did an interview uh, last week with Sam Manicom, the author of uh, a couple adventure riding books. Uh, that was um, Into Africa, uh, Asian Skies, and of course uh, the Distant Suns, which was in his latest book, which is not out yet. Uh, which is called uh, Tortillas and Totems. But I did an interview with him and talked to him at length about his trips around the world. And if you get a chance, listen to the uh, to the uh, interview. It's really, really good. He's very, very articulate. It was a great story to listen to. Uh, I'm not going to get into the book that I just listened to because I don't want anybody to kill themselves. <laughs> that boy. So, uh, yeah. Hey, John, you listen to audiobooks? In fact, I don't, but to give you information, yeah. my wife does because she's a post carrier, 
Uh oh. She's out in the mail truck, so she listens to audiobooks constantly. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm a mail carrier yeah. tube. <laughs> see, the mail, mail carriers have like this little thing. It's like kind of like you know when dogs see each other in a park, like their heads pick <laughs> up. Right? Like, Whoa. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let's go. Cool. Now, what kind of audiobooks does she listen to? Anything. Well, she likes kind of the vampire type books. I don't know. She listens to all types of books. Oh. oh that sounds cool. Did she go on the Motorcycle Men website and get the free, free audio download? <laughs> See? <laughs> there you go. Does she, does she get her books from Audible? Oh, she gets them from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Audible, Amazon, wherever. She goes on to Amazon and she buies them at the dollar ninety nine cents all the time. So you're going broke a little at a time, is what you're saying. It's her, it's her money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, briefly, the book that I listened to, and this was that recommendation from um, the guys at the Cleveland Moto Podcast, and I think I'm beginning to feel like they did this on purpose because they know the book is like this. The book is called Shop Class as Soulcraft by Matthew B. Crawford. So I listened to this book, and, and I gave it I gave it three stars, and only because it was funny at some point. And, but the rest of it was 40 and $50 words, um, and basically the gist of the book is, uh, yes, I said gist. Uh, <laughs> the gist of the book is uh, it goes on about how uh, our society has been cultured to not fix our own crap. You know, basically, if it's broken, go buy a new rather than repair it. It also goes by people who don't, or working on your own bike. Yeah, that's what that. And fixing your own stuff. And that's what it's, what it's all about. And it, it gets into more detail. The guy who wrote it owns his own motorcycle shop. And he gets into some detail about some cool stuff. But. Um, it's one step above Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance, so I, I wouldn't. I don't know. If you want to give it a shot, it's okay, and it's only eight chapters. And if you don't kill yourself before chapter three, then you're good. All right. Hmm. So. Well, the sad part about that and talking about the money thing and each you, you go out and buy it is because it's so much cheaper. That's just it. That's they, the point. Getting it repaired. I mean. And he pointed that out in the book too, because it's you know, like I said, it's a lot cheaper to sometimes just go out and buy the new part than it is to fix it. Uh, yeah, because labor nowadays on fixes everything is, is almost astronomical. Yeah, it's about what, what is and your time, time worth? And by if the you were doing it done, yourself, what is your time worth? Yeah, you could. Uh, but it's also about talking. Yeah, exactly. It's also about fixing it yourself rather than bringing no, it to I, the dealer. I get, to get that. Done. I, I like doing things myself too. You know, so if I had um, a garage. As you know, we're going to briefly we're going to talk about this motorcycle podcasters challenge, and uh, you're all in this, right, John? Yes, sir. Yeah. So now uh, we what had our. Rico? What's that? Rico's 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 not really kind of in it. He is in it, but he's obviously got no mileage going on. Yeah, Rico. We took Rico out of the picture. Okay, Okay. but we are uh, we're all we're all heavily into it, and uh, we're in our second week now. We're in our second week of the challenge. Second week. Yep. Yep. And this is the second week of the challenge, and uh, we're getting our daily reports, and we'll see where we're at. We're getting we're getting spanked over here. The motorcycle men are getting spanked right now. I think, and uh, actually, you guys are in a very close second place. Well, not 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 after last night. Not uh, after last night. Yeah, because Rich is uh, on business travel, so he didn't get to ride yesterday. Uh huh. And and Kevin had a little issue with his uh, sleep ride app. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's why I don't use that app, man. No go. But, but the funny thing is, it's partly right, partly not, because. Um, one of his rides yesterday, he had like 92 miles. He reported and said it didn't save it, but he had another ride at 24 miles that it saved after the 8 o'clock cutoff. Oh, so it, okay. So it stuck the miles on the next day, in which yeah. case the miles don't necessarily count. Yeah, so uh-huh. I 
did a manual adjustment and we've gotten it straightened out. So, um, all right. I want to see what comes out with his miles today, and then I'll um, ping back to the Pride guys, and because I got an email from them asking how is everything going, any issues, and we'll get back to him. And today. yeah, I've been keeping in touch with them uh, over some of the issues that I had recently. So, yeah, and we'll I know, see. I know, Chris, you have issues with it. You know, yeah, uh, doesn't work. It crashes on me more than it works right. And I, I switched over to uh, Map My Ride, which is made for uh, bicycles, and that thing's been working flawlessly. Yeah. Now, when you run, just out of curiosity, when you run that, are you running any other apps while you're running? No. Okay. It's only that one's running. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I make sure everything is off, and then I'll run the app. And okay. uh, the, uh, I, it was just, uh, you know, when it worked, it was great, but, you know, then it would just crash for no reason and not save my rides, and I was like, that's getting annoying real quick. Yeah, and you, and you do save it as different names, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, now, in this challenge, what we have is... Well, John, I think I think we have a little backstory that we have to get in with you. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your motorcycle riding history and so, how so all this thing... How the, I tell you, it's the whole story and how it came about with you. With, with me with me start riding? Yeah. So it's been on and off over the last... I don't know, been many years, I'll put it that way, and... And we can go way back. I almost got a motorcycle probably about 10 years ago. Uh, but I ended up putting a four-wheeler instead. And my wife, after I got that, she said, okay, you can't have a motorcycle. All right. <laughs> so I got a four-wheeler, and I went off, and I had, I had a blast with that. And I bet. A lot, fun. a lot of cool stuff. And then I ended up getting rid of it. Um, so then it kind of went along. And then here, as time went along, more and more the itch got there. And... Um, Earlier this year, the wife said, okay, if you want to get a um, a bike, you know, look into it. And, and I kind of like the spiders, and so I got a cam in it. So I like the spiders and and what they offer and the safety of feature of them and comfort. And being so a new you, rider on two wheels, I've that, never ridden two wheels. So. That tells me the, the fact that you used to like uh, riding a, uh, you were riding a quad, right, for a lot of years? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably why, now I understand why you went with spider. Yeah, I get it. Yep. So it's it's a real fun machine. It's it takes a lot of the concerns of being on two wheels out, but yet I know there are some other things like I know with two wheels you guys can get around obstacles a lot, avoid stuff a lot easier because you got to realize night you don't look at it and you kind of doesn't realize it, but it's like five feet across between the two front wheels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're in a, you're in a car with, with three wheels. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Now, yeah. you getting your license was a complete and total surprise to uh, Rich and Rico. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I what I did is I went over to the Harley dealership, and I'll give props to Harley on what they do with the new rider course down here. Is you go to the Harley dealership, and you can take a weekend class, and they train you to do everything. Nice. So, yeah. um, so after I got that, I went and did the class. I wanted you know, learn what to do. So I rode on a, a Street 500 is what I learned on. And uh, had a fun weekend. It was nerve-wracking because when I had to take the the evaluation test, I fa- failed it the first time through. Um, now that's the just, riding test? Yeah. So oh. so they do the whole – so I don't have to go to – I didn't have to go to the DMV to do the riding test. Right. Because through the Motorcycle Foundation, and they give you a card, and you take it to the DMV and say, here's my – you know, I've that's, passed. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool little thing. So I did that, and um, but I was nervous, and so I kind of the first two exercises I screwed up and I failed because of those two. Oh. 
but there was only five people in the class, and we were able to redo it the same day. So the instructor was pretty cool. So you got do-overs, right? Yeah, so we had Mulligan. one that's, Yeah, but that's <laughs> normal. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, uh, everybody's pretty much goes through the same stuff, so it's no biggie. Yeah, so, so then I um, ended up looking for a spider and, and found they had a – the wife said, well, you got to save up at least half the money. And, and then I said, well, how much money do I got to save? And she goes, well, half. I'm like, okay. And she goes, why? I said, well – there's some on sale that are really good deals. And she's like, well, how good of a deal? And I'm like, <laughs> about $5,000 off. And she's no like, way, really? Yeah, so mine's a 2014 RSS, which is the RS is the base, and the S is a more sporty model. Right, that comes so with I, the automatic transmission, right? It's an option on it, yep. Okay. So this, you can get manual on it, but I have a semi-automatic. Right. Um, it has Brembo brakes. It has the front um, forks are painted. I have Fox... Um, adjustable shocks that can go on it and cruise control. Do you have a picture of it on your website? Uh, yeah, it should be on the main uh, RW Studios main site. I'll go right Our there right now and yeah, so the guys can see it. It should say lawpipes.net. No, RW Studios. That's what I thought. I thought it was RW, yeah. RW Studios. It's sitting there at the white and black. So the kind of the cool thing is is that this is more looks like the back end is more sport bike looking. Right. Because I don't have the tour packs or anything in the back, so it kind of looks more, it's more sporty. Oh. So a different, a different website came up. <laughs> Not whitehouse.com, was it? No, no. <laughs> Actually, Dub Studios came up as different. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. That's not even it either. Okay. You having a hard time there, Ted? Yeah, I am having a hard time. <laughs> Can't navigate the keyboard, huh? No, it's just, there's a problem. The problem lies between the uh, the chair and the keyboard. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. yeah, pet cap. Yep. <laughs> RW Studio. RWstudios.com. Got it. Here it is. Yep. So that picture there. It is. there. Yeah, the cover, is. the cover photo, right? Yep. All right. So... Yep, that's Rico's Indian Master. That's Rich's Softtail Deuce, and that's mine. Nice. Uh, this was taken up at Little Switzerland here. Really cool place. If you guys make it down here anytime, that's part of the Diamondback ride. Really? Yeah, that's up there in the mountains, and you look over this place. Rico, this that's a pretty cool place because you get up on top of the hill, and then you just look over the valley. It's cabins and a restaurant up there. It's a really cool place. Nice. Is, is that a uh, victory? No, it's it's an Indian. It's an Indian. Indian, Indian, Indian right, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Trying to see if you have it. No, there's a, yeah, there is. That's that's the is that to you right there? Yeah, the picture. That, that's picture of you on the dragon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, wow. that was that was part of. Um, I bought in at the dragon. They have um, let's see, one, two, three, maybe four spots with vendors taking photographs. Right. Of you going into turns, and, mm-hmm. and so that was one of the pictures I bought. Was it congested when you guys were there? Could you enjoy the ride, or has it just become so famous that everybody and their mother's always there riding this damn uh, Dragon's Hill? That's the case. There's a lot of people there. Um, the bad part that we had as well was in front of us was two RV campers going down the, <sighs> the tail. So that really screwed it up. There's it, just a lot. Everything. Yeah. But there's a lot more, as many roads out there that are just enjoyable and if you really want a cool one i highly recommend the trial hall skyway that leaves out of robbinsville yeah, i've heard the podcast where you were talking about that whole trip yeah. that was really that, really that's neat. a that's a pretty ride i mean you go up to five thousand feet up in the air yeah. wow wow, wow. That is, that's awesome. really nice yeah so there's that um also if you go out of the the hellbender 28 it's highway 28 part of the moonshiner from the uh deals gap over to 
the Fontana Dam. That's a nice touristy ride as well. Wow. I mean, there's just, I mean, you get out there, there's so many awesome roads yeah. just to go. So, so how did the spider handle on during that whole trip? It handled really well. Yeah. Um, because the cool thing is, it's not like, um, and I'm not sure if you saw it, but I know Ted, you like the F3, which is more like a cruiser. There's a cruiser style. You more sit back, yeah. And this is more of a sport touring stance. So yeah. You can really get on the handlebars and you can go into turns. And now, what made you go with the RS versus the, uh, the you had to go with RSS. What made you go with that versus the uh, the RS? Price. Oh, well, <laughs> well, man, well, number one, I couldn't find it. The RS wasn't out there. Okay. Like said, they, they now, for 2017, the RS is not even on the, uh, on the if, list anymore. Because um, they have not fully released the lineup yet. Oh, okay. Um how I read, August 16th, they're supposed to release the rest of the lineup. Oh, and okay. To kind of give you a kicker, if you look at the F3 Daytona model that they have, mm-hmm. they've added a sports mode where you can turn off the um, traction control in the back. So to kind of, as you probably talked on my podcast or Wild Pipes podcast, talking about it, you got to realize that there's a lot of safety features on it. Um, there's traction control, ABS. Mm-hmm. And stabilizer, where if any of the front wheels go off the ground, um, the bike cuts power. If the back end wheel starts to slide either way out of veering, it cuts power as well. Oh, that's wow. That's cool, interesting. Actually. So it's pretty high tech. Yeah. Yep. All right. So now listen. So the idea behind this podcast right now is to uh, break it down between trikes and spiders and, of course, you know anything else. Now... Uh, d- doing some research, I, I reached out to Harley and I reached out to uh, a, c- a couple different dealers to find out sales information on trikes and spiders, and nobody can tell me specifically what the sales figures are for trikes. They can't be high because, I mean, uh, ultimately they're a lot more expensive than, say, a motorcycle. This is true. Now, here's what we got. Uh, trike sales, but here's are some details that I did find out. Trike sales are up 15 to 30%, depending upon the make. Uh, from 2015 to 2016, they're up 15 to 30 percent. I bet you most of them are, are Hondas. No, no, really, Harleys. no. Harleys. The Harley Triglide comes in the top five really? of the best motorcycles selling in the U.S. Wow, that includes more two-wheel motorcycles. Top five, the Harley Triglide. That's weird. That's well, very we bizarre. We went to America. I thought it, it would have been a ton Honda. Of them then. Yeah, I thought it would have been Honda. But here's the thing: if you go, if you go to Honda, maybe notice Honda does not specifically sell the Honda uh, Goldwing as a trike. It has to be converted to a trike. No. Yeah, now you can buy them new, but you go onto their website. So it's a they kit, don't is like what you're saying. Yeah, that's it's a kit because if you go to the Honda website, they do not say uh, Goldwing trike on their website at all. I did not know. Yeah, that. but the Harley does sell them. Now, women make up thirty-two to thirty-eight percent of the trike market. Really? Yeah. Go figure. Well, I just want to ask John a question. What made you go to a uh, spider versus going to a trike? Safety. The trikes are not as safe as a spider because you have a more of a chance of tipping it over. If really? Design, if you look at the design of it, yeah, of course, I could see that happening. You know, it's funny you should say that because I was talking with the gentleman at the uh, Harley deal yesterday. He said in order for him to be able to safely navigate curves, and this is coming from him. This is the guy at the parts dealer, at the parts department in Harley deal said he had to lower his tire pressure in the back to 23 pounds so he can navigate curves the same speed as everybody else. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, yeah you, you have to take it easy on that because that's one of the things, if you go read an article, because you can tip them over. Because you could go on a turn too fast, and one side could just tip over. 
Wow. Now, do you find handling the the spider through the curves to be like you're muscling it at all or no? Not really. Um, I mean, you do have to muscle it. The kind of the, the biggest thing that if you ever get on one, you have to realize that with, and Rich and I were talking about this, um, Sunday is the fact of, he says, oh, I need to get on the deuce and go to ride the bike, and I'm not really ready to get on his bike and tip it and, you know, right. I'll be crying for the next few days. <laughs> so would he. Um, yeah, I think so. But the biggest thing he says is that, and he pointed out, is the counter steer, because you guys do the other thing. With the, with a spider, you can't. You don't you lean into the turn? In fact, and you'll see if you look at that picture of me on the tail, I'm kind of leaning into the turn yep. to to go like a four wheeler rider, like a four wheeler. Right. right. And you get on that side and you just put buried weight in that turn and just go into it because it feels like you're going to push it off. Now, do you, now because you ride a spider, do you get ribbing from a lot of people? No, I don't. Really? A lot of people go by and they think it's pretty cool. They they like a lot of it. Now, because I know a lot of we we get a lot of a lot of noise from a lot of people in the Harley crowd. There uh, certainly they certainly don't don't like the spiders, but uh, personally, I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's some. I know Chris wants one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They look fun. You know what? That's what I say to me. They look fun, but I don't consider them a motorcycle. That's my gist on them. Yeah, and and that's that's fine. I mean, I I can I understand that. Now, but the they do look fun. I, I would like to try one actually. But they, yeah, they're not a motorcycle. The, the one I will not call motorcycle now. We will be in the same boat as the slingshot. What well, a slingshot no, now! That's a car. That's a car. That's a car. That's, that one is without a doubt. I call a car. Here's the <laughs> distinction between what is a motorcycle and what is not. If you have to swing your leg over it and have yep. to twist a throttle, it's yep. a motorcycle. Yep. That's what I we said with the podcast challenge, and and that's kind of the cool thing. And and um, I'm glad the challenge is going good. And it's I hope. I mean, the biggest thing is is to get everybody to go out and ride. And yeah. You know, Going back to that little topic of it, where we're going, and in fact, the point should have been out for already. Let's see yeah. how it looks. Well, here's got, a, here, writing e- is important. I just got an email from uh, Each Leap Ride, so apparently yeah, they. Yeah. Oh, you did, huh? Okay, well, yeah. here's some stats for you. Here's some stats uh, between Harley Triglide, the Honda Goldwing Trike, and Spider RT, which is the touring version. So what I just the Harley Triglide is 105.1 inches long. The Honda Goldwing Trike is 105 inches long, and the Spider RT is 110 inches long. Uh, as far as it goes for weight, the Harley Triglide is the winner, coming in at 1180 pounds. Uh, the Honda Goldwing Trike comes in at 105. Uh, sorry, 933 pounds. It's hard to believe that the Goldwing is lighter. Uh, and the Spider RT comes in at uh, 1,012 pounds. Minus a little under eight hundred. Wow! Is it real? That's right, because you have the uh, you have the RSS. That's right. But we're yeah. talking Notorium models. The um, Harley Triglide is a six gallon tank. The Goldwing Trike has a six point six, and the Spider RT has a six point nine gallon gas tank. Wow! So you're covering some serious mileage. The engine on the Harley Triglide is one hundred three cubic inch. The Honda Goldwing is sporting a uh, eighteen thirty two cc engine. While the Spider RT is thirteen thirty cc's. Well, how big is your engine, John? Mine's a nine ninety eight. It's so a nine. Okay. Yep. And that's the so Rotax, mine, correct? Yep. Yeah. Right. So mine's the older engine, um, where the new one is an inline three, and it gets better gas mileage than mine. Oh wow! Now yeah. your now yours is a semi-automatic six-speed, correct? No, mine's a five-speed. A semi-automatic five-speed. Yep. The uh, Honda Goldwing Trike has a five-speed, and the Harley Triglide is a six-speed. All right. Now, you can verify this, but the Detroit gets a 32 miles per gallon. The Goldwing is getting 35, and the Spider RT is getting about 36 and a half. What are you getting? About 30. 
Really? That's pretty good. Though. Well, you know what? They always advertise higher than what they really get. The the RT, the new 1330 gets better gas mileage than the, than the old one. That's amazing. Um, to, to kind of really get back to it and being from talking or reading forms, the, my engine likes high RPMs. It means, you know, running at 5,000 RPMs and don't shift before you get over 5,000. Yeah. So if I'm below, then 5,000 is below 65 miles an hour. So fifth gear is above 65. So. Wow. Um, so, so some of the times I run only fourth gear all day. Wow, really? How about that? Wow, so now we got the Harley Triglite coming in at $34,000. And the uh, Honda Goldwing coming in at forty one thousand dollars and then the uh the rt the spider rts comes in starting at 24k yeah. so the uh, the spider is the winner when it comes out i know the spider also goes up to as high as 30k that's for the uh yeah. the more well bells and whistles. Out, with all the bells and whistles on it now have yep. you did you have you tried the rt model at all i did not no have you I sat on one No, I sat on an ST. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah the uh, I can tell you that the the touring model sitting on that is uh, well. Even I, we even checked out the uh, the Triglide up at Americade, and right. uh, it's like you're sitting in a lounge chair. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's really nice. It's comfy. Um, when we're out to the out in Robbinsville, I ran into uh, an older gentleman and a wife um, that were from Pennsylvania, and he had a, a 2015 RT, and they had a 2012 RT, and he loves it his wife you know gets on the back and they enjoy it so wow now here's a, here's some information i bet you didn't know i know i can't find this information out from harley or from honda on the towing capacities of either but the spider rt has a 400 pound towing capacity wow yeah, yeah and i'm looking i'm thinking about well where are they putting a the hitch it tacks on the back of the wheel it comes out the back of the um from the rear wheels from the, the swing sh- arm Yep, from the two swing arms, because there's uh, on both of the back wheel, there's a uh, swing arms out the back. Okay. Attached to, attached to. I don't think I can put one on mine. I think you can put on the ST and the the probably the F3 and the RT. Ah, okay. And this is the RT. We are, we're putting that up on the screen. Hey, John, I'll, does your yep. wife ride with you? Good question. She does not. Um, Why? We went around. Uh, she went around the block and she said, "I'm done. I'm getting off this thing." Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you have to at have your, that. At least your wife got on it. My wife won't even get on. Wow. Well, People I, are afraid of it. It's not their thing. I, I nagged her. I just wanted her to do it because I know she enjoyed the four wheeling, and so I wanted her to at least try. It. I mean, she hasn't drove it yet. Right. right. Um, so you think if she got on, actually got on the seat and tried to drive it herself, she'd like it? I don't think. I, I don't think she would enjoy it as much. I think she. She, I don't think she enjoy it. She won't yeah, be she, as comfortable, and she might just go in La La Land. And, <laughs> so she lets me go off and do whatever I want. So oh, okay, yeah, well there perfect. you go. <laughs> now, because we all have uh, now for us three right here, we're still riding the two wheelers, and eventually it always comes to the point when we're going to say there may come a day when I won't be able to hold this thing up anymore. And you have very close. For you me. have three <laughs> options. You have one option. One is to just stop riding completely. Yeah. Option two is to get a trike. Option three is to get uh, a smaller, lighter bike. And even then, that may only last for a little while, and you'll have to go to either option one or two. Um, so for Tim and Chris, what would your option be? 
Me? Yeah. Because you're already, you're already thinking it. Wow. I'd got, with me, it'd probably be a trick. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of the spider in a way. It's To me, though, I think it should change a little bit. And I think they can do it. Is that when you turn, that it tilts. The wheels tilt in. Well, they're articulating front wheels. Right, now, there are yeah. bikes like that, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, there's one I think we talked about. It. I think it's uh, MotorWorks or something that have it. They have some where you can take a conversion kit and turn it to. There's two. But I think I think the Spider should be heading that way to give more control. You know what I'm saying? A lean, sort of a lean thing. When you're riding, you want to have that lean that helps you stay on the road better. Right. You know, and I think Spider is probably going to get there eventually. They have more potential to get there because the trikes are not going to get there, but the yeah, Spider does. Right. Uh, they 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 might get there. It depends on where they go with it. Right. And if it's viable, I mean, if it's, if it's going to help making it ride better. Oh, don't you think it would? Though you know, if you could lean into it, it turn. Don't you think it would be better in a and way? I think that would help a trike and a, and a, a Spider type uh, thing. I, know, I, th- I just think that if you if you put that articulating steering on something like a spider, I think it might, I think it might ruin the sensation of the ride. Really? I yeah. Think yeah. No, no. I think it would make it better. It absolutely, absolutely because it better. I don't know. What do you think, John? You wouldn't have to muscle into the turns and lean. I, I think it'd make it worse. Really? Really? Yeah. I kind of like the way the way the spider is right now. Because there's there's not. I mean, you've got to realize in the front there's the, there's the trunk is in front. You know, or frunk they call it. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much right behind it is the engine. Yeah. And then uh, um, the gas tank is technically under your seat. So. Wow. Now, as far as, as far as goes for the storage in front of that, how much storage do you have in here? It's twelve gallons. Wow. So, so that's a, I, that's a lot more than our saddlebags that we have on our bikes. Yeah. So I can get um, as I've done it. I've gotten uh, a weekend worth of clothes, uh, replacement really? visor. Um, an extra pair of riding pants. Um, extra helmet? No, I don't have an extra helmet because I don't have anybody I need to worry about. <laughs> um, wow. So, so and a quarter of oil, thanks to you, Ted. You kind of, uh, you know. I'm telling you, man. You always keep that, that oil out. handy. And, and I'll give you credit on another thing that I have done that I give credit to is the camel pack. Uh, isn't that great to have that water there available for you? Oh, yeah. Now, uh, which one did you get? Which one do you have? Oh, God, I keep how many? But how much water does it hold? Um, 70, 70 ounces. Okay, okay, so you got that. Now, keep in mind, a lot of people don't know this about the Camelback because I am well versed in it. Here's what you do: you can, you can get bladder infection. You can. <laughs> Funny. I have to remember that one. You can put hot tea in it or hot coffee. Okay. And it will stay. All right. And another cool thing to do is to you can put it in the freezer. Don't fill it all the way up. You put it in the freezer. And just it'll stay frozen for the longest time. It's like you can put like maybe a quarter of it, fill it with water, and freeze it, and then you can put the rest of your beverage in there for the remainder of the day. It'll stay nice and cold. You know, keep in mind also, uh, if you wear it under your jacket, you're gonna you're gonna end up having this wet spot going down your ass <laughs> because it'll start sweating. <laughs> nice. nice, nice, yeah, nice. So how? Uh, Go ahead. I have mine on the exterior side, and also to let you know, um, I have bought Uh-oh. disposable liners to go into it. Um, they have disposable liners in the, in the Camelback? Yep. Really? 
That I didn't See? know. Ted's got an old one. I, I do have an old. I got two very old ones. <laughs> really old. Old technology. Yeah. But you can buy them to swap out. Um, let me give me a minute, and I will find it for you. Well, let me ask you this: Now you wear a full helmet, right? Full face helmet, correct? I do. I wear now, how do you get that tube inside the helmet? Do you go like, obviously going underneath, right? Uh, I can go either underneath, or I go over, or I go in, open up the visor, and I go in. Oh, okay. And I have a, it's a tilt version or an angle one um, that I have. Oh, so okay. it's called a, to let you know, it's called a Rogue Pack. A Rogue Pack. Oh, the Rogue Pack, yeah. Okay. Those are pretty awesome. They're 20, there's two of them for 20 bucks. They come with a new hose. Um, and what's kind of neat is how the design is you don't have to seal the top at all. It, you pull it back or tipped upside down, the water won't leak out of it. Oh, it's got one of those on it. Oh. See, I got, I got old stuff. I got old really stuff. old stuff. I and think my I got, camelback is probably good ideas. Old. It's just old ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a, a Teton Sport Trailer 2.0 Hydro Pack is what it is. Wow. So you're, you're you got, and there's a lot of storage in those things too. Uh, I, I got a real small one. Oh, you got the okay. All right. I didn't want anything big because I had the bike, and I just wanted something small in the back of me just so I have it. Now, have you had the urge to take the spider off road? Um, no, I have not. No, but you could. But you could. Um, it'd probably be dangerous because rocks could get on the belt and screw up the belt. Yeah. Oh, it's belt you driven. Really can't, uh, get belt. Yeah, you can't get do off road <laughs> like you could a quad. Oh, you know, you're thinking wrong. It, it, yeah, you're thinking we're waiting for the pictures of you guys going off the, you know, the trails and off into the uh, gravel roads. There. I see. Now, what you got? You guys been talking already uh, about uh, me <laughs> taking these guys on dirt roads oh and stuff God. like that? Yeah, well, we went for we went for this ride this weekend. We kept on teasing Ted. One of these roads is going to be dirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I now yeah, you guys were using the S twenty, uh, the uh, the Senna twenty uh, S, right? Correct. Now, how how did that perform on the trip? Um. If you ask Rich, he's ready to throw it out the window. Really? He hates the thing. Um, mine has been shipped back for refurbished because the jog dial, um, you would hear when you turn the volume all the way up, it starts to beep until you get max volume. So I'd be sitting there and all of a sudden beep and start beeping. I'm not doing anything. So it, I, I contacted Senna and they, I sent it off probably about a week ago and it's coming back today. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back. Um, the problem: if you have two people, they work awesome. Yeah, no problems at all. The problem we have is as soon as you add a third person in, it opens up a mic. And I, I talked to Senna, and I think how they have said it stays. It's an open mic connection, so it stays open all the time. Now, did you notice when you had? I know I, I do recall hearing some of your episodes where. Uh, where you and John, uh, you and Rich can talk fine, and Rico always sounded like he was like off in the distance somewhere. Nope, that's me. That was you. That okay. was me that would sound off in the distance to Rich and Rico. See, that's the same problem that we had when we went to Americade. I kept saying to Tim, why does Chris sound like he's so far away? Because yeah. we had the Are you third guys game. using the 20Ss? No, or? we're actually using the SMH10s, which is the older right. version, which right. they still sell, but right. that's one of the things we noticed with it. Yeah, I had a so when I went out to the mountains with uh, we met up with a gentleman. Um, so a guy I work with that's been on the show, Matthew Williams. Him and I left out of here at Durham one on the on a Friday. And we met up with another rider, another vlogger, uh, NC Stoney, in um, uh, over in Mark Mockville, and we he had a SMH10, and we tagged up with him, and it worked sometimes. And then 
it's hit and miss with them. So yeah. I'm going to wait and see what happens when this comes back. Right. Uh, have I you guys used have you used it with navigation yet? I have a little bit. Um, and, it's, and Rich tried using it this past weekend when he met up with me. Yeah. Um, he had a uh, Google Maps running with it, and Google Maps just stopped flaked out and stopped working. Really? With his iPhone. No kidding. With, his, with the center. One of the things that I noticed this weekend when we rode, uh, we, I was using my uh, GPS, my Garmin GPS, mm-hmm. with uh, the Senna running and with the um, communication between Tim and myself. Yep. And one of the things I noticed that every time the navigation kicked in to tell me to make a right turn at the next intersection, or whatever, Tim would disappear for about ten seconds. Yep, they they do that. They, it cuts the communication, if I'm understanding. Which I thought was kind of dumb. Because then he would come back in and he'd be talking away, and I'm going like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that happens. I mean, you can hook multiple devices up and everything else. I mean, we've done it with. You can play music through it as well. Right. Back end. I know the center speakers speakers um, suck. Yes. Oh my God, they're so horrible. So if you want some new speakers, look at the Uclear um, speakers. I've been, I've heard about the Uclear. In fact, we talked to a couple at the Maricade, if you recall, Tim, last year. They were telling us about the Uclear headset. They said that the microphones on those are actually really, really good because they don't mount uh, to the face mask. They mount actually on the rim, the top rim, over just over your eyebrows, and it picks up everything really good. I don't know about the speakers. I can't speak for that. Yeah, but so I, I bought some uh, Uclear digital wire drop-in helmet speakers um, that go. only problem is, is they plug directly into the headphone jack of the sentence. Oh, Okay. All I've right. used those, and so far I've really liked them a lot. Better. Okay, I might rewire and put Bose speakers. I've speaker. actually considered cutting the speakers off the SMH10, and just putting a couple earbuds on the end of them. Yep, you uh, might want to check your state laws about putting earbuds in your. Yeah, it's true. There is states that. do not allow it. You know, it's funny because they won't allow you to do that, but you can put earplugs in your ears. <laughs> right? Yeah. Does yeah. That make any sense? Yeah. So, but if you got the helmet on, how are they going to see the way? If you're tucking, the, if you're tucking all, the wires, about, it's all about whether it's an enforcer or not. I mean, yeah. I, I've done it. I've, I've ridden with uh, earbuds and listening to music. I know I've got a couple of friends that do that. Yeah. yeah, it's all par for the course. Right. I mean, it all depends on what you, what you find. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So now, getting back to what we were talking about, getting back to the trikes and the uh, the spiders. So Tim, you said you would probably try what when the time came. Now, remember, there was the the Harley Freewheeler is the other trike that is now available. I would have to try all three before I make that decision. Yeah? Yes. How about you, Chris? I'd have to try them all, too. Yeah? I don't know. I I, I think I'd probably definitely lean towards the spider. Oh, we know you were going to I would definitely spider. lean towards you, the spider. You almost got a spider before you got this bike. I, yeah. yeah. Oh. See, see that's yeah. it. It's came, coming clear now, isn't it? No, I, I will. You know why? <laughs> I Because I, I like new and I like innovative. So I think that's exactly what the spider is. I consider it the most like it. But this way, if... if if people who who diss on the spider don't like it, it, why don't they like it? Is it because it's got the two wheels in the front, or is it because it looks like a snowmobile? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> you can t- basically turn that into a. I don't know. I don't get. I don't, I don't know what it is because a trike basically is the same thing. It's just got the wheels in the back. It's it's no it's no different. So what's I I'm I, I'm having a hard time figuring out what the gripe is. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I like the. I personally like the spiders. I think they're really cool. I think they're innovative. Uh, I've never ridden one. I think maybe on the next demo day that they have, the three of us should go over and take the spiders for a ride. 
<laughs> Why not? I'd try it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be up for that. Well, because this way we have a fair and. Now, John, did you ride a spider before you had a chance to like decide if that's where you, where you wanted to go? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. So it was just like I'm getting this, and that's it. Yeah. Wow. Did it take some getting used to when you first got it? No, because I mean it was just it's just like riding a four wheeler. Wow. So yeah, we'll see that he, from his history. What he was saying before, I can see why he got the spider. Because he was big on the quads. The quads are fun. Now, so I, now I will tell you what, just about the spider. It is very wide to s- sit on. Yeah, I did notice. I have sat the on a few. It's very wide. Like, it goes out very... I mean, you go out pretty far. But it's comfortable, right? Um, the, I think the upgraded models do. I have I have just purchased an Airhawk R. Oh, the new seat. Okay. To put on the seat cushion. That now, have upped out a lot. Have you had a chance to sit on the uh, the new the the new one the F three? I I think I did. I think I did sit on it. I don't. I think the problem is is I don't like the forward positioning. Really, you don't. Uh, the forward foot pegs because I don't think you could get as aggressive in the turns as I can with mine. Well, for those of you who don't know, the the Spider F three model is more of the cruiser style where you're. It's got that more laid back. It's like a, like a cruiser motorcycle, like anything that your you would ride. Forward, your your forward legs are forward. It's got the forward controls. I sat on one at the IMS show uh, last year and really comfortable. I was really surprised how comfortable it was. I mean, the seat's comfortable. The, kind of the cool thing I'm not sh- to kind of give about the F3 as well is the fact it has a U-fit system where the handlebars and the pegs are adjustable in three different positions. Ah, see that? So adjustable. You can't get adjustable on most stuff, most bikes. And, and then I think if you want my kind of thinking that what's going to happen with Can-Am here in the future, they had one I was thinking maybe this year is they're going to put a turbo on it. Oh, wow. really? So they, there, There's can... some talks with the the F3 Daytona one. They kind of had a, last year they had a, they put a turbo on one of the end, on one of them and t- test it out. So I could see them maybe when they put a turbo on this thing. Wow. And then you're going to be trading up, aren't you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's fast enough. It will throw you back pretty quick. Really? Now yeah, it's, 100, it's 100 horse and 80 foot pounds of torque. That's, wow. power to weight ratio on that is a does, lot. does your seat have a backrest on it? It does not. No, you didn't get the backrest. I mean, get... it's just, it, there's a little incline for a backrest, a little bit. Yeah. Can, but you, you, but can you, you put one on there? You have to change the seat out. Yeah, but you're leaning forward a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Now, do, so, you, do, you, do you have any time at all to get a little uncomfortable with that position? Uh, Not really. I mean, sometimes it does get a little tired. My hands do get a little tired or uh, need a break. So it's... It's kind of nice to just take a break and everything else. So. Do yourself a favor for your right hand, for your throttle hand. Get yourself yeah. a uh, cramp buster. Don't have to. I got cruise control. Uh, well, yes, he's got a new bike. Where, he's where, got where, cruise where, control. Listen now, to let this. Me, now, what, let me, here's, here's the thing. Can you modify these things in any way? Like a, like when you do it like our Harleys and the... Absolutely. I've seen some What kind of customizing? Yeah. Can you change the uh, handlebars out if you want to? Can um... You, I'm not exactly sure about the handlebars. That's one thing that I, I'd like to do on mine is maybe raise them up. Um, I've read that you can take the RT or the ST handlebars that will allow for them to be a little higher. Um, the older models, they pre-2008, pre-2012 is when they changed the model. They have uh, some handlebar risers that would raise it up like three inches. Um, you can change out the exhaust on them. Um can put tour packs on it back. I can get tour packs for the back. Um, in can fact, spinners on, on the wheels. <laughs> spinners on the wheels. <laughs> I mean, technically, 
as I was reading here before the show to meet up with you guys, I was talking about tires on it, and you can people have put car tires on the bikes because they're oh, sure. car tires. Now I wonder that that would probably improve the handling a little bit too. I don't know. Just, I was reading a little bit about it, but some people say it does and handles better. So I can imagine that. Now, a guy I used to work with a few years back, he he bought one of the, uh, this is this one, uh, I think it was like 2008, maybe 2009, this is when spiders were really first hitting the market, and he got one, and he put the, uh, he got the uh, the hard saddlebags for it, and right. he even got the uh, new, the different seat that was available for it, yep. and, uh, and a rear rack that he put on it, and it really changed the look of the bike. Uh, and he said it was absolutely you know, one of the other issues that they had was with the engine was overheating a lot. And now is that something that they've uh, uh, taken care of? Yeah, they have fixed it. The pre twenty thirteen had issues of overheating, and that's one thing in the twenty fourteen is they changed it so it gets more airflow on one of the panels. Okay, that's water cooled, isn't it? It is water cooled, and um, the water cool the, the radiator is um, on the right hand side. Um, by your foot. Okay. It's in that front section there on the side. Okay. Um, and then the other side is an oil reservoir that goes into it. So. Wow. Now, it, as far as it goes for schedule maintenance on this type of thing, is it, did they treat it just like any other motorcycle where you should check your fluids and change your fluids every X amount of number of miles? or is it? Yep, yep. So the initial break-in period was 6, 000, or 600 miles, mm-hmm. and then they say every 3,000 after that. That's right. Uh, right. It's running full... Uh, BRP synthetic oil is where it runs. Right. And, and there's rings and stuff. And technically, on mine, there's two oil filter or two filters. Ooh. One for the oil and one for the automatic trans- semi-automatic transmission. Okay. Now the real big question I have to ask you: the super okay. big question. You ready? Yeah. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? I didn't have. I didn't have breakfast. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> now, did you smoke the tires on this thing yet? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I you have taken off some. I have. I have chirped them a couple of times. No, you did chirp the wheels a little bit, right? <laughs> I, have, I have. I've taken off from a couple of spots, and I have opened it up, and I can. I can. It can go. Now, as I understand um, it, you, got, you said you have the semi-automatic transmission yep, in this, right? Yep. Now, there is a mode where you can actually switch it over to manual. So, so how the semi-automatic works? It's more or less paddle shift on the right, uh, left-hand side. Okay. To go. You have to shift up. There is no... It doesn't automatically go up. Um, to come down, downshift, you can either manually do it, or once the bike realizes you're under 2,500 RPMs, it will downshift automatically for you. Oh, okay. Um, the other thing to note is there is only one brake, and it's your right f- foot is the only brake. That's right, it's just a foot brake. But it's all... It's an ABS, It's all right? three. That's all, all three, three wheels. Oh. I have used the APS because I almost ran into Rich one night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we were, I was following him back from um, the mountains, I think, with one of the rides in Charlotte. And I was following him back, and I thought he was going to go through this light, but he decided to stop, and I had to grab some brakes, and I kind of, like, I think they engaged. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ah. So will stop. Up. And if you're not careful enough, and you mash them, you will go flying forward pretty easy too. It, oh, really? It will. It does break. Now, do you have any plans for customizing the bike aside from what you've already told us? Um, so I have already replaced the mirror or the windshield on it. You've got the taller windshield now. Yep, I have a, a Madstrot uh, taller windshield. That's pretty cool technology. It has um, it's adjustable. It's manual adjustable where it can go uh, tilt tilt uh, 
up and or forwards and backwards, and then it goes up as well, up and down. Okay. So it kind of helps out with that. And that was just one of those things that when I first got it, I got on the interstate, and my head was just like, it was just, I just, I didn't like so much air. So it's kind of helped out a lot, taking a lot of the air off of me. Only problem is, is riding in the south here with the taller windshield, you don't get as much air. It does get a little warmer. Well, you know, I, I, I would trade, I would trade the, uh, Getting having a little warmer and not having the wind trying to blow me off the bike. Now, yeah. wait, do, do the higher end models have uh, adjustable windshields? Yeah, the RT. In fact, the RT has a electronic raisable uh, windshield on it. Oh, that's very cool. Wow. Now, is that a feature that you can add to your bike? I don't think so. All right. Now, the ST has a comes standard with the um um. With a manual adjustable windshield as well. That's the sport touring model, right? Yep, yep. So it's a more sport touring model, yep. And then uh, on the sport touring one, you can get uh, floorboards. And there's people I can get floorboards for mine as well. So you have pegs on yours then? I have pegs. Uh, Ah. And ever since, and I had problems riding when my feet would go, uh, my legs would hurt. But ever since I got in a cushion, I haven't had as many issues with my legs hurting. So I'm not sure if it's a cushion or if I've just gotten used to it. Oh. Okay. Wow. And the other thing you can do is you can change the exhaust. Um, I'm not sure what else you can do to it. The seat. Now, have you checked all the other aftermarket companies that might be selling stuff for the spiders? I'm sure there's a lot of customizing groups out yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's some customizing site. There's a site called Spider Lovers that have a, a form that has a lot of links to vendors that sell stuff for it. Okay. Um, the one aftermarket thing I do have on it is I have um, fog lights in the front there. So you see the two at the top is your normal headlights, and then down below the trunk on each side is fog lights. Oh yeah, I see them. Yeah. All right, so, all so right, I see. Are, yeah, those are aftermarket, and then on the wheels on the on the uh, fenders, those um, on the front is LED headlights as well. Oh, so you're pretty well lit up. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> you're not lit though. No, I am not. <laughs> now, have you joined? Have you gone ahead and joined all kinds of? Uh, Spider gathering groups where you guys get all your spiders get together and meet someplace. No, have not. Yeah, are you going to do you that? Join the web. I have not. <laughs> you have not. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you fighting that? No. No. <laughs> you I, just... Just, I just haven't done it yet. Um, in fact, the biggest thing is the weekend that we go to Barber for the Barber Vintage Fest to go down there and meet up with Kevin. There's a spider group meeting in Maggie Valley. Ah, and you're going to hook up with them, aren't you? No, I'm going to. I'm going to Barber. I, well, hey, well, that's true. And it, if you guys don't know, Barber is the Barber Vintage Motorcycle Rally that happens in Birmingham, correct? Yep. And you're uh, going, yep. And that's in October? October 7th through the 9th. And that's the one that you guys keep busting my ass to go to. Yes, you should. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty cool place. we got the hotel all booked and... You know, you come down there, you can see meet up with Kevin too. Yeah, it's kind of like it's uh, for from here. It's uh, you figured it out already. It's not quite a thousand miles. It's like nine hundred and sixty something miles from here. Yep. Yeah. So you'd have to go an extra forty miles to go get your thousand miles. Get my thousand mile thing and do it in one day. Do yeah. It in one day. That's it. That's and I actually talking. I was talking to Kevin, and he suggested that I fly into Atlanta, rent the motorcycle there, and then go to Barber and go back. And you know, of course, he's not paying for it, so. <laughs> I probably won't be doing that. You should fly into Charlotte, and and, 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 and you can borrow Rich's KLR. No. 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 He's going to take your spider. No, you're going to take the KLR. I will not. You can take the KLR. I'll take the spider. 
I will no, that not. That thing is too freaking tall for me. I mean, I could ride. It would be no problem, but it's ugly as sin, and I will not be seen on an ugly bike. <laughs> I refuse. So then you can talk to Rich and hook, get a hookup in Charlotte and ride out from um, the that. So yeah, well, <laughs> or, or, or or you can talk to Rico and see if he can borrow the R set. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Well, he's gonna have his bike shipped down to Costa Rica, right? I don't know what's happening with that right now. Yeah, I I didn't think there was that much riding in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a lot of beautiful riding down there. I don't know. I mean, but I, I, I would probably recommend that he needs to get a dual sport to go down there. He need, uh, yeah, he's got or an ADV. You know, I don't know. This. There are a lot of dirt roads down there. Well, Tim likes the uh, Tim likes the Roadmaster, and maybe he uh, maybe Rico can will sell to him. <laughs> the, the couch. The couch. <laughs> this this thing is a couch. It, it is. Well, you, Chris, Tim, you sat on it at the IMS yes, show, right? I yes. love that thing. That thing is. It, it's to say it's big. Is I, I think is, is an, an understatement. It's huge. monstrously huge. It is huge. I mean, do we really need remote locking saddlebags? Rico does. <laughs> like, Rico we has. don't call him the princess for nothing, right? That is correct. <laughs> he gets a nice bike, and he that's his that's his baby. He loves riding that thing. Yeah. And I gotta tell you something. If you ever want to go ro- watch somebody ride a bike. Oh my God, Rico went up the when we went to the Diamondback. He went up the first time. He rode rode up it in fourth gear the whole way. He didn't change gears at all. Oh, he cranks and it turns and turns it and everything else. And then the next time we accidentally got on it, next thing he just he left us. Wow. I mean, he was just freaking flying through up the hills. I'm like, Rico, where are you? Yeah, that's what I hear about the guy. He's he he, he can ride. He oh, definitely he, can ride. He can ride, but he's he's really good. He's a safe rider too. So I mean, he's that's really good. good so all uh, right. Well, so what's the, so what's the stats with the uh, with the challenge right now? Because I can't, I don't have it up in front of me. <laughs> the stats, yeah. we're gonna ask this kick. That's what the stats are. Well, oh, why did Larry go out and do another seven hundred miles or something like that? No, Kevin did one hundred and twenty-seven miles today. Well, let me see. We're looking at the. I think, I think so he's got nine points. Oh, here we are. Yeah, zero so points. Got, you got six. I got six. That's why like I said six, I got my. Six. Uh, oh, Kevin went and did, oh my god, yeah, we're getting yeah. spanked. Yeah. Yeah. We're catching up. For, I, I sent Kevin an email trying to figure out how many miles he actually did today. Because I got to figure out if he did something. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? Where? Yeah, it says zero miles on me. Yeah. And me. Yeah, that's for today. That's for today. Oh, for today. Oh, okay. It's daily. I see. Yeah, it's daily. Yeah, I see. It's daily. So, yeah, see. we're talking about trying to make some changes for, for the next round tape for the end of the time. See right there. <laughs> um, I'm showing the guys the stats where you posted where... At the time, this was two days ago, and Throttled had 46 points, Loud Pipes had 43, and we had 14 points. Yes. So, so currently, to give everybody the breakdown, um, Throttled has 67 points on average. We have, Loud Pipes has 56.5, and you guys have 18. <sighs> That's Sad. on average. So. That's bad. Well, it's, it's really hard for me to rack up those miles with the mile I have to drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's That's kind of the little tidbit and throw it out there as, and I said it to you guys in the email as, as continue writing uh, as much as you can to think about I'm going to get done thinking about some ideas of how to improve it because we do think there's some tweaking that has to be done to, yeah. to, to allow um, looking at ways so that don't want like throttle to get out of the pit go too far ahead that nobody could catch up because you guys I mean not saying you guys will hopefully you guys don't like okay, we're, done. <laughs> we're, we're, we're giving up we're done we're not riding we don't care we, we've lost this I mean that's nah I'm gonna keep riding 
that's that's the thing that we want to try to do. Now I'm just wondering that because we're, we're doing the points thing, and I'm just wondering if uh, mileage tab- tabulating mileage instead would have been better. So we when we did this, we thought about that, but the problem is is that you can get some people in the group that can just go out there and whip off some miles and yeah. just blow everybody white. Let's say that you went out there and did the. Uh, Iron Butt Challenge in 24 hours and went off a thousand miles. You could be done for the month. You're done. Yeah. So, so Rich's idea and our idea was we want to get people to get out and ride. That's that's the goal was of the challenge was to get people get, to get out and ride. So the max anybody can accumulate in one day is so, 150 points or 150 10 10 points max daily. Yeah, I like that way of thinking. That's great. Yep. And, right. and and as, and I'll put it out there as another way. That's another way of Rich's theory on. Um, safety as well. Yeah, that, you know, 150 miles—that's pretty a good ways on a bike for a day. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be going out there and putting a thousand miles on it and just being Sorry. reckless to yourself. Yeah, right. That's so, bad. That's bad, right? Yeah. So we kind of <laughs> looked at that. So we wanted to make sure people do that. So um, how we—that's why we did the, the cap of the miles and everything else. So, so what we're gonna have to do, guys, is we're gonna have to go out one day and just we're gonna have to do 150 miles like three days in a row. Just to catch up. <laughs> just to kind of... So, in other words, a 150-mile ride is a 10-point day? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, mm-hmm. if we do it three days in a row, we'd be like gold. Pretty good. Yeah. So, basically, what you have to do is ride from where we are to Cape May and back. Uh, and you're you're done. That's, that's 300 miles right there. Oh, yeah. On Suicide Highway. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what do you want, everything? Because <laughs> I was looking at it last night on the map. From my house to the southern tip of New Jersey uh, is 103 miles. So if I was to do that, I could rack up some good points. You know, but you know, being being not working, I mean, you could do that in the, you know every couple of days. Are you busting my ass now That's because right, I'm not working yeah. <laughs> from the morning to early afternoon? Matter of <laughs> fact, both of you can. So stop, both right, of that's you like can. Chris, you and I tomorrow. Let's go. You know, and, and, and I think the hard part about the whole thing is is that Chris is is not using ESR because it doesn't work for him. Well, well, just just like I said, just give us the numbers. I. Uh, Chris, I did a, I created an account on uh, Map My Ride, so link up his friends. Okay, all right. What's yeah. the account? So, you got to send the account in the text. Well, he he's, he did a friend request thing for you. Oh, he did. Yeah, Map My Ride. So, and uh, we can do it that and, way. And if you get me that um, information, then uh, then I'll try to help keep track. And just send me an email. I mean, but lately you, he's been tabulating like five miles here, six miles there. Well, if I'm like, that's really, the thing. <laughs> it all adds up. It all adds up. I guess. The thing is, is that's the thing. I mean, if you only do a couple miles, send me the numbers because Rich and I are going to try to calculate some ways how to. We want numbers so we can calculate and figure out how can we make something different. Even total, accepted you. total miles even, at the end of the ride. Even okay. if it's only two miles, send them to me so we have numbers that you guys have done. Yeah. Um, just so so we have an idea. I mean, I know uh, there. Tim, you just you know ride your two miles to work. <laughs> no, hey, don't give him so much. It's uh, two miles a day. Okay. All right. Well, sorry, one point eight miles a day. Oh, Trust me, I'm in the same boat. I have exactly three. I'm I'm less than three miles away. So oh, that's I'm in the same boat. So yeah, I have zero right now. Well, <laughs> that's well yeah, you rode today. Has, Rich has zero as well. So, yeah, yeah, well, he he purposely goes out and does a seven mile thing just for lunch. You know. <laughs> yeah, he did that. What was I think he did a forty mile loop one day for lunch and took him an hour to. Now do. his kids go back to school when? Um, I think they'll be starting here here end of August. I think that's when school starts. Like next week or two weeks or something like that. Yeah, so he's it, got he's it gonna, might be it might be coming up here very shortly. In fact, I even think uh, I heard um, uh, Kevin was saying of the Throttle Podcast that his kids start school next week. Okay. So 
He's gonna. That's gonna be uh, interrupting his riding. So this is our chance to catch see, up. See, this is what the problem is. Work gets in a way of tra- uh, yeah. riding. Well, for it, see, it's okay if it gets in his way because that now, means we now, can catch up. For the points thing, does the time matter? Does yeah. the time matter? What, what yeah. The, well, it's the, the UCT, time? the UTC time. Yeah. Right? So, so eight p.m. is the is official UTC when the Eat Sleep Ride servers flip to the next day. So okay, fast. I understand it. What so, I'm what I'm more co- concerned about is. Um, a ten mile ride taking you ten, you know, an an hour, or oh, taking you no. a half an hour. No, nope. not at all. Nope. So we're not that doing with time involved. Okay, that's what I was curious about. All right. So that that's how it works. All right. So. And and then the other thing, just so you know, we're averaging the points. So I mean, because you guys are three, and we're the rest of us are only two. If we had Rico been the same way, we would have divided it up to make it equal for throttle. Of course, of course. So. All right. And just to let you know, the trophy is almost done. Oh, really? Ooh. I can't wait to see it. Now, are you going to post a picture of that when it's done? Um, I think we'll probably post it when we hand it out. To oh, the okay. Nice. All right. So it's, it's pretty sweet. All right. <laughs> now, this, now, this is you. You and your wife put this together, correct? Correct. All right. So, with regard to the trikes versus spiders, uh, looks like the votes are everybody's going to be saying they're going to be have to check it out. That's right. But I would definitely go spider probably. Because I like it. Yeah. These guys are going to bust my ass when we get off the air, but it's okay. That's what I deal with. It's what we do. So so you guys are going to make it up? They didn't love you. No, I guess not. I don't know. So I heard you guys talking. You're going to try to make it up to Americade next year. Is that true? You know, that's something I threw out to Rich. I said, hey, we should make go to Americade next year and go up there and meet up with good you time. guys. That's a lot of fun. A lot of good riding. Yeah, you're a beautiful riding up there. Yeah. Well, you know what's kind of funny? I... I'm not sure if you guys realize I am from originally upstate New York. Oh, where at? Utica area. Okay, I know Utica well well. Yeah, so I, I went to high school outside of Utica. Wow. And so you know what the roads are like up there? Yes. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. In fact, I ran into a guy uh, the other not not ran into them, but, you know, talking to him, uh, who is actually on a spider. And um, I directed him down some roads up through that way. Uh, a lot of fun. But anyway, John, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Motorcycle Man hey, Podcast. Thank you, John. Uh, again, thank John you Knuckles with uh, the uh, Loud Pipes Podcast. And you guys uh, you guys are doing your recording tomorrow, right? Uh, it's supposed to be. I'm not sure what the deal is. Uh, you know, Rich is on travel. so oh, That's right. And, but your podcast usually comes out on Fridays or when when you guys release yours? We try to do it on Thursdays. <laughs> you try to do it on Thursdays, but you release it on Friday? Yeah, it's whenever we get around doing it. I mean, sometimes it's hard, it's hard to get the schedule out, you know, so it's a Thursday time. All right. Frame is what we aim for. Uh, and you can do, these guys are a lot smarter than we are. They know a lot more. <laughs> they they yes, get into the motorcycle stuff like a, lot, a lot, lot more. And you guys you guys do more than just motorcycles, too. You guys get into the whole car thing. I remember when you got your uh, Subaru. Oh, you, yeah. You went that's, on. That's a fun blast car, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Subarus. They're pretty They're They're cool. They're really, not, not that I would own one. I'm still trying to get my Jeep. That's my thing. Anyway, so and thank You're you very much for what's that? You're missing out on something. Well, I don't, you know, I almost I almost bought a Subaru Outback one, at one time, but I I, I smartened up. Just not not to. But John, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast, right, and we'll, nice. we will I'll look forward to hearing your next episode, and uh, we will um, have to uh, bust uh, Rich's chops when he gets back. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think I think we're pretty much done. Do you guys want anything else? You guys want to go over before we? Uh, nope. We got any riding coming up? It's going to be raining every day for the next week. Yeah. See, we're de- we got rain to deal with for the so next week. So it says. So we got to check so. every half day to see what the weather changes. See, John, it doesn't matter to John. He can ride in the rain. 
But you, you're riding in the rain, right? Well, I've ridden in the rain on a You can ride in the rain on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> you know. Not intentionally. You know. John, you'll go out if it's raining, right? I have gone out in the rain, yes. That's what I was saying earlier the other night. I, I left out of here and I was in the middle of rainstorms and I went down the road and it wasn't rain. It was raining a little bit when I left the house, get down the road and it starts to rain. I stopped, got gas, and I didn't have my rain gear on, so I stopped, got gas, put the liner in my jacket, and I started taking off and it just started freaking opening up. So I turned around and came back. I'm like, this is not for me. So did, did, <laughs> did you have any safety concerns riding in the rain? With that, you know, a little bit. I think I'd be worried about hydroplaning. Oh, okay. I guess. See, that's something that motorcycles don't have to worry about. We just you have to worry about falling over. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, a little just, different. It was just a downpour, so I came back a different way, and I I kind of avoided it. Ah. So. All right. Well, again, this is Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is our 49th episode. The next one will be number 50. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be in two weeks or not because Tim and I got a couple gigs that we have to do, so we might have to like alter the, the recording date. Stars. Yes. And uh, so we're going to be uh, working that out. Anyway, so I am Ted, and this is um, Squeaky Wrong Way I Am. <laughs> and uh, John, you have a nickname too, right? Weren't we calling you something? I know, if Rich was Spitball, and then we got the princess, and what were we calling you? I'm not sure what you're calling me. Oh, <laughs> we had something. We could call you Spider-Man. Hi, <laughs> 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 I'm here with uh, Tim uh, Buck 2. You want that sound? There it is. <laughs> and Chris the Joker. And this is, and also we have here our friend John Merkel from the Loud Pipes Podcast. Thank you for joining us, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. And uh, that's it for us. We're going to head out of here. Everybody, please be safe. Tim, what do you have to tell everybody? Ride like nobody sees you. And Chris has a new sign off, and that sign off is Chris. Keep going straight. Keep going straight. <laughs> John, do you have a sign off? I don't. You should. I've not gotten that far. So. Uh, I don't know. Rich always says that, and you know. I haven't came up with one yet. You can do. You can use Rico's if you want. Yo, uh, the Chapila? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chapila. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Uh, take us on out of here, Tim. Abby Normal. Abby Normal. I always feel like I got caught in the air. For more information about the Motorcycle Men, visit our website at www.motorcyclemen.us. There, you can join our mailing list or leave a comment and maybe give us some feedback. We always welcome your thoughts. If you'd like to email the Motorcycle Men directly, email to motomenpc at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Links for each of them are on our website. If you would like to talk to us directly and tell us about your ride, you can do that via Skype. Our Skype name is MotoMenPC. And if you find yourself doing nothing on a Tuesday night between 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, check in with us and we'll make you part of the show. If you're a good guest, we just might send you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs>